Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Hello. I believe we're live. I don't normally do this technical stuff, so I'm going to trust that we are. Let us know in the comments that we're live. Hello, welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and manticores to that 6++ plus 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 show. I am your host, Tom, and I am delighted to be joined tonight by two WTC coaches, the lovely Scrivo and the lovely Jack. I'll start with Scrivo. Scrivo, how are you doing? Are you recovered? Are you back oh. in one piece? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm feeling quite rested. I slept for most of yesterday afternoon because apparently that's what you do after a week of Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was good. So excellent, excellent. And how long was your journey back? Two hours. That's two and a half hours. So I guess yeah. it's only Belgium, right? It's not too yeah, bad. Yeah. So it was the forty-minute train to Brussels, and then it was like an hour and a half. No, so it was about three hours. Yeah, and then two hours Eurostar back to London, and then. Upon a uh, well-managed train system with great drivers, mm-hmm. back to Berkhamsted. So, <laughs> <laughs> got inspired early. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Well, we also have a guest who's not been on here before, the lovely Jack. Jack, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone so they know who you are? Oh, hello. I see you, Davy. I see you. I have to shout out, Davy. Oh, that's um, the impression. I love it. <laughs> I've been practicing it in the mirror every morning. Every morning. Every morning. And so, do you want to tell people a little, a little bit about yourself, Jack? Obviously, you're a WTC coach. We'll get to that in a minute. But also, what's yep. your kind of hobby in 40k background? Uh, I've only been playing 40k, I think, competitively for the last year and a half or so. Okay. Amazing. Um, but I predominantly play Thousand Sons. Yeah. Uh, a bit of Guard, a bit of a uh, bit of Marines and stuff as well. Uh, play for the Mind Goblins team. Brilliant. Uh, local to the area with you guys as well. Yep. The Hearts, Beds, Bucks kind of area uh, mm-hmm. in the tournament scene. And uh, yeah, been on the coaching staff England for about five, six months, I think now. Yeah, which is remarkable. Yeah. Playing for about a year and a bit and then coaching for England is a pretty remarkable rise. So we'll, we'll get into that and talk about it in a minute. But obviously you've done fantastically. Um, and so... If you're just joining us, so obviously this is the six plus 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 show, um, and we are a Warhammer Forty K podcast. We talk tactics, we talk hobby, we talk all sorts. But this is a WTC special because a couple of my good mates have been away to it, been very excited. I've been chatting and getting serious FOMO across across the past week. I'm sure a lot of you have been watching WTC games live because it was all streamed really well this year. Um, so what we thought we'd do this week is just have a little bit of a, a debrief and a chat about the experiences of England and Wales, respectively, at the WTC. Um, give you a little bit of a behind-the-scenes sense of how this works, what being in a, an international 40k team is like, and chat to the guys about their experiences. And then we'll do some listener questions at the end. Um, and I think that that keeps things nice and simple. We don't need to make these guys do Hobby Roundup, because I don't imagine they've had much time to build models. I think they've been busy boys. <laughs> I've been building Hunter Killer missiles for Alex Harrison, because he's a liability <laughs> of getting his own models. And they all went in a box. All these Scout Sentinels went in a box. Oh. And by the time I got to Belgium, Every single one of their ankles had snapped, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" No. I feel like I got the pressure of like building these off, and I was like, "They're just gonna snap again." Oh, yeah. They're vulnerable things. Vulnerable they are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I had a similar experience. I, I took two boxes of stuff to lend to the team because <laughs> that's what happens. That's and I only had <laughs> only had five models break. Yeah, so that's right. too bad. Yeah, and it was the Lich Guard, so like the, their join is just their their rest. So 
it's expected. So they just get back up again anyway, don't they? So it's fine. <laughs> apparently, apparently not. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello to everyone in the chat. Hello, hello, Davy. I see you there. Hello, Existence UK. Thank you for telling me I'm live. Uh, this is all very scary to me, but I think we, if we've got this far, I reckon we'll be okay. I think it'll be all right. I don't, I don't need to do much else. I just need to not completely destroy everything. Um, let's. I'm gonna put a little banner up. I've got a little banner here. Here we go. Oh God! Oh, there it is. WT chat. That's what we're doing today. And before we get into it, I was going to just briefly say. Obviously, we launched our Patreon last week. Thank you very much to everyone who signed up to that. We have successfully got enough um, funding coming in to help Chris pay for his sort of software tools and and all the various things that help him make the show. So he wanted to pass on his his thanks to all of you for doing that. Um, We're massively grateful. Um, And you can find a link to Patreon on the channel and everything else if if you'd like to chip in at all with the team. Um, But self promotion aside. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk WTC. Obviously, we know what happened now. We know we know we know who the winners were. We know we know what the final places were. But we're gonna we're gonna tr- roll it all the way back to before that, and start thinking a little bit about what the sort of work and preparation and run into this was like behind the scenes. So obviously, we've got two coaches here. I guess um, to the uneducated, obviously, forty k teams. International teams are there's a whole base of players who will go and play the games. You match up, you pair into rounds, but actually there's a lot more to a team than that. And I guess um, it would be nice if we just start um, with you, Jack and Scrivener, just chatting a little bit about what being a coach means in this context and what as what a sort of coach brings to an international forty k forty k team. What is what what sort of what's the role? What sorts of things do you guys end up doing? Maybe if we start with you, Jack, and then we'll move over to Scrivener. Uh, I think you can break down the coach into like a number. A number of different roles mm-hmm. so a lot of people see uh, coach at a teams event and they'll be going around during a game maybe collecting scores collecting predictions running yeah. up a total and giving the players advice on how to manage the game whether they need to be more aggressive whether they need to just stick to their game plans and stuff like that uh, and also a little bit sort of giving them water make sure they're hydrated do they need to get breaths and all the stuff yeah. but i think there's a lot of background stuff as well when it comes to being a coach and, and Scrivo will also know this as well as the months before a tournament if like it's also being there as an additional testing player as well for yes. the teams and especially for us we uh, there was a lot of, there was a number of countries that worked together and collaborated uh, be there Iceland Scotland Poland and stuff they were famous they they all collaborated together so their list looked slightly similar and they went mm-hmm. to each other's tournaments and stuff like that but we were like we did everything in-house mm-hmm. We used a lot of like the coaching staff and within our coaching staff as guys with WTC playing experience as well mm-hmm. to be able to test other countries' lists, our lists, and, and run them down in the months beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also pre-game and stuff as well. It's managing the matrix. Like two of our yes. coaches were predominantly on the matrix and parents as well. Mm-hmm. So not only were they doing the coaching stuff beforehand in testing where they they were running a line and collecting scores and and get water and stuff but they were on the parents table and sorting their parents out getting home uh, on the evening straight after a round and going right <laughs> in the bar doing matrixes is yeah. your is your color accurate right what are we going to put down what's our first doing mock pairings against each other as well at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock at night before we all go to bed and stuff like that going right yes we're the usa now let's do let's do the round <laughs> In and then uh, and, and just doing stuff like that so mm. i think you can break it down to a number of different roles and, and certain mm. countries delegated the roles so they had guys that went and got people water or they had guys that were collecting the scores uh, or they had guys that were specifically just on parents uh, france mm. had a guy who was just a media guy he was yeah. like he, uh, he was like the face mm. of it 
in the interviews and stuff like not just like like we had tom doing the media stuff and doing yep. video he was like doing um interviews for french national tv as well and, and breaking down the, <laughs> the national tv but there was like three thousand people watching their That's stream amazing yeah like, people watching like um yeah. and they had every single role the coach broke like broke down and delegated mm. um, they, they had someone making baguettes for them and i, I did I, have was guy cutting tomato freshly and i was like oh that's just madness we, we're literally queuing up for burgers i was like that's, that's just that's, that's, I, that's I mean, high quality prep someone some chips great yeah so i mean i think that, that gives us a lot of an, an idea of it's, it's a very organic role right it fills in a lot of important gaps and helps the whole thing function as an entity so that's it's really really cool to hear and i guess i mean that gets us on to sort of how you ended up becoming a coach jack because obviously you had you had quite a remarkable run with mind goblins at a team's event right i think you kind of did it was that when you caught england's eye when you because you, you were obviously coaching for that run yeah i think it was uh so we went into that tournament and I was playing in that tournament yeah. and I was running a thousand times at the time. It was like post nerf after the flamers and stuff. And I wasn't very confident with my army and playing with a number of really good players. I kind of felt like a pressure kind of thing. And I was like, mm. I don't really want to play. Like mm. I knew Adam Lane was on our team and he was one of the England coaches already. And I said, I'll coach because I want to go up for the weekend. I want to experience, but I don't want to really play. So yeah. we got James Shapiro in, um, yeah. uh, playing on Votan at the time, but a notorious, really good sisters player. Mm -hmm. um, so we got him in and yeah, we ended up having a really good run, went 5-0 yeah. and, and ended up facing England in the final. And I kind of had the thing yeah. in my head going, you know what, I'm really enjoying this over the weekend. I was really enjoying, yeah. really enjoying doing like the pairings and stuff with Adam, like breaking all this stuff down and then going around running the line and stuff. I was like, I was having a really good time. I said to Adam, I said, we got to there. I was like, oh, like any chance of, do you reckon like volunteering and helping out with England and stuff like that. And he kind of just like pushed me in Josh Roberts's direction. Just like, <laughs> just go and ask him. I was like, oh, like this. <laughs> so I was just asking, I was like, any chance of like volunteering just to help out or do, mm. you know, do anything. And um, you see a cat's tail just pop, just pop in there. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so suddenly he was just like, oh yeah, we're always looking for volunteers to help out on practice yeah. weekends or anything like that. And it, it didn't really... Uh, amount to anything straight away mm -hmm. and then suddenly i just got an offer to turn up at home nations because they had no coach for that and then suddenly turned up last minute in wrexham uh on my own to uh, hollywood of wales apparently hollywood of wales really nice and uh and obviously i knew that scrivo was there because we'd, we'd seen each other in the week yes. and uh, you guys were playing yes. and testing for wales at the time and suddenly uh yeah I, I went to home nations had a little coach in there we, we managed to win that mm -hmm. and um some of the guys from England at that tournament said that I found that I did a really good job and mm -hmm. they obviously voiced that to Josh and mm -hmm. Matt and the, the other, the selection committee kind of thing. Mm. And, um, they were like, do you want to come to Belgium? And I was like, super exciting. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it's just a number of little bits of luck of me yeah. just choosing not to play that tournament. We did really well. We got to there. I just asked the right questions to say, is there any chance of just volunteering? And then an opportunity came up and it was like, mm. I need to grab that opportunity. Cause that weekend I also had a stag do. And I was like, if I, I canceled the stag do to go on it. Cause I was like, I might not have enough opportunity to do this again. That's amazing. Like, gen genuinely. I was like, I don't think I'll have an opportunity. I was like, I just need to, I think I'll just go for it. Yeah, so I real just didn't go and was like, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Um, 
And it's been something that you've obviously worked extremely hard at since. You know, certainly when I've been talking to you, it's been, as you say, there's been a lot of behind the scenes work testing things. And obviously with 10th yep. dropping, there was so much work to do, like quite a remarkable amount of work needed doing to actually understand the meta as yeah. it has just been dropped on our heads. And, you know, <laughs> here's a month, figure out the entire game, off you go. Yep. Um, so it's an awful, awful lot of work. Um, and so, I mean, let's let, let's sort of work you in here, Scriver, as well, because obviously this this year has been a year of change for you and it's the first year you've been sort of actively involved with team Wales as well. Right. So how did that come yeah. about? So two years ago, mm-hmm. kind of um, my friend Tom Layton was like, Oh, you're Welsh. Do you want to come along to battle of Britain? Which is kind of a, um, not quite the home nation, home nation sort of approach, but it is very much each of the countries get told you can bring three teams along. They don't have to be people that are actually part of the team. Good way of kind of testing people out. So I went to that, sort of thought, oh, this is quite fun. Got a bit kind of the itch. But then as kind of ninth kind of ran its course, I got a bit frustrated with it, so I took a break. Yeah, It was only, I think it was about October last year. I was like, I think it was after LGT I went, you know what, I'll give it a go this year and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't think any more of it. And then they kind of approached me and said, we'd like you to kind of uh, come along. Mm-hmm. So I went to like a, a training day. Mm-hmm. And we were quite fortunate because this was the first year that Wales had actually had enough people put themselves forward that there was actually a selection process required mm. it was which i know that sounds kind of not that big a deal but for like for wales yeah, it's, it's been eternally a, a problem where yeah, yeah. you'd have the situation where you have to bring so many mercs it was always a compromise in the team mm-hmm. so this year it was like cool we actually have a full welsh roster mm-hmm. um and it came down to kind of there was a there was three of us that were kind of eyeing up and they were like screw we don't think you're quite there this year Mm-hmm. But do you want to come along and help do the coaching? And I was like, mm-hmm. didn't really know what coaching would involve. So I thought, you know what? I'll give it a go, see what I can do. Um, a lot of it was they wanted to push more things like last year, if you actually look at the social media, yes. Wales didn't exist. <laughs> there was nothing. And that's not anyone's fault. If you're all playing, like literally last year, our captain, we had him playing. He, this year, we've actually had a non-player captain and a co-captain that was playing and me as a coach. So there was actually some flexibility which just completely changed the dynamic. So um, so then I went to Home Nations, and because one of our players wasn't available, <laughs> I played there. found that really challenging, but really rewarding. Kind of, there was a, one of our rounds, I think, me just scraping some points did make the difference, which was yeah. kind of cool to see. The which, best feeling in teams in the world. I, it's the best. Yeah. It's like, it yeah. didn't matter if I won by one point. If I got those 10 points that I needed, great. Yeah. Super. yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah, so then kind of went to Belgium thinking... I will do what I need to do. And I, I just had no expectations. I, all I'd set myself as a goal for 10th because I knew I wasn't going to be able to play all the lists and know all the factions inside out. Gave myself kind of bridge notes of each of the, the factions and then drilled into the core rules and made sure that I knew all the weird interactions. Yeah. So last weekend I ran a little local tournament that you went to, Tom. <laughs> and yep. my, my goal was literally like if there's any weird interactions to kind of be had i'd sit there and i'd try to figure it out because mm-hmm. there was nothing worse than you get two people at a table on the clock and they go what what what's that and people mm-hmm. need to be prepared like it was some of the str- strangest interactions that this new edition haven't really covered properly which people do need answers yeah, for and, and yeah. there was a surprising amount of them that did come up so it was kind of nice to have the answers but i still had to obviously call over a ref to get them to resolve it but it meant that afterwards mm-hmm. i'd be like everyone this is definitely the, the ruling on it and it was cool that yeah. i could be kind of like certain of it yeah which is nice because I'm, I'm not the most confident at times when trusting my own kind of memory of these sorts of things so mm. kind of running that ends be quite cool so yeah and i think it shows how 
Oh, so we've got a question from Shirun. He says, would it be possible to briefly explain what being a coach means for a 40k team for casuals like myself? Yeah, absolutely. So we, d- we did cover this at the beginning, but just, just to reiterate, essentially coaches in a 40k international team or indeed an international team are helping to do those kind of supportive roles, right? So in the you have a pairings process in teams where you'll be matching the different armies into each other. A coach helps to run the sort of matrix by which teams work out what they want to be trying to achieve when they pair armies together. Um, coaches will help to practice matchups and to talk through matchups with their players um, and then there's all sorts of just ancillary supporting type stuff where you, you know you're making sure people are hydrated you're keeping track of how a round is going and making sure it's communicated mm. to people so other players know how results are what's needed from different games so they it, coaches really knit the whole thing together um, and it's been really interesting watching within in, within sort of you know, domestic UK teams, I think coaches are becoming more popular precisely because of, you know, successes like like Jack's with Mind Goblins, where I think having those extra hands makes an enormous difference. We've we've found it with, you know, our very own Jack Chapman for us has, has been remarkable in terms of helping to stitch things together and work out the matrix. Oh, a certain Vic VJ's in the chat. Well done for smashing the Warmasters winner, Vic. I love you. You're the, be- you're the best man in the world. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I'm looking forward to quizzing you all about it at some point as well. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, so that, that's that's kind of the role. That's kind of the goal here. But I guess let's 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 talk about your team's runs a little bit. We'll, we'll try and keep it brief. We're not going to go in depth yeah. on every single game. But I think for those unfamiliar with the World Teams Championships, and I know I was until very recently, it's not something I've followed all that much until this year, but I've got the bug now. Um, there's obviously a sort of pod stage where you're all kind of placed in based on seeding and drawn. And then the results in those pods then determine the sort of pathway through subsequent sort of matches, which ultimately will then determine your overall placing. Is that a fair assessment of how that works? <laughs> yes, exactly yeah. that. Very nice. And, and the, the pods, um, those rankings are based on last year's results as well. Yes, yes. So there's the first they're seeded, year right? this year. That was, yeah. It was the first year because it was the first WTC yeah switch from the etc last year yeah. so that was the yeah. first time i guess doing the pods this year in yeah. that respect but going forward that will be that will be go yeah uh, so the i guess top nine will be seed one and then the, it was nine right this this year it, it was this year but it'll be it'll depend so if we How say game, teams an extra there? more teams it will yeah. stretch so you might get someone that was tier two dropped to tier three and stuff so there might be some wiggle but yeah yeah Great. Well, let's let's talk about your pod experience then. Maybe if we start with you, Scrivo, what was what was Wales's pod like? What was your what was your seed going into this? I guess so. First? We were seed three. We seed were twenty six okay. last year, which okay. I know that the team at the time found it a little bit disappointing because kind of there was a time where Wales were kind of up there with the big boys. Oh. So it was kind of it was kind of interesting. So a lot of um, kind of the expectation was just to do better this year, uh, and then we and then we got uh, into a pod. We had uh, Finland, okay. Poland, mm-hmm. South Africa, and then the last one was Latvia. No? No, Latvia wasn't in the pods, no. So it's just Poland. It was yourself. Yeah, yeah. It was We're the fourth, yeah. We're the fourth. Um, yeah, and it was quite interesting to us because um, Finland are quite a strong team. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Africa were an unknown. Um, yes. So that isn't something to ever kind of go all right they're they're gonna be an easy kind of push. No, you, you don't know what and you're then, dealing and with then, right? and then poland yeah. are literally like on my list of people um, i went i don't want to go into them in the pods look what we've got this is <laughs> yes. fine and it, yeah. that was kind of our goal of like how many points can we take from them not how mm. much can we beat them by which is yes. a nice challenge but it means you're always on the back foot from the start but that that's half Absolutely. the fun of it right like yeah. the dumb yeah, luck of it we, 
You've got could that be underdog, underdog yeah. position, right? Which yeah. is very exciting. Yeah. And for, so, for those for those that don't follow Worlds very much, Poland is sort of infamous, right? They, they, they work <laughs> extremely hard. They're extremely well prepped. If you've been to any UKTC events, there's a lot of Polish players who literally go and help judge. They're, like, they're incredibly active, phenomenally dedicated 40k players. And it's kind of a saying that like, if you want to get anywhere in, in the WTC, you have to go through Poland at some stage. Um, otherwise, it's not happening. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're a remarkable team of players. And so um, a lot of good contact loss is worth the shout out for good, good coverage of, of the WTC as well. They were running a, a series of podcasts that I really enjoyed kind of reporting on the different teams. Um, so yeah, that, that sounds like a tough pod, John, in, in, in many ways, right? That's a strong set of teams. So how did you guys, how did those games go? And how did you guys sort of go about navigating that? So the, the, the challenge we'd obviously had is um, for a lot of our team, we're quite separate. Um, and as a result, I feel like there may have been varying degrees of preparation, I think okay, it's fair okay. to say. Yeah, yeah. So um, quite a lot of it was done internally, like a couple of our guys paired off. So there wasn't always necessarily the, as much information as we probably would have got if okay. we'd been uh, doing the TTS sort of thing. I think that's the biggest challenge in hindsight I've looked at is that we didn't have that level of prep that a lot of them had. I think TTS does change things remarkably. That changes yeah. the game totally. So going into it, I, like playing Finland... Um, was a, a rough game. Um, it did very much feel like we could still win it if mm-hmm. things went well in a couple of the games, but then it kind of snuck away from us towards the end and we ended up on 60 to 100, which was not too disappointing, but it did kind of point us that we were very much, in my opinion, probably a little bit underprepared even than sure. Finland were, which and what, I think what, was fair. What sorts of things do you think highlighted that to you? What, what, what were the issues? Was it a sort of a pairings thing? or I, I think a lot of it was because we didn't necessarily have all the experience into the matchups it which meant... is it's worth saying completely yeah. fair when the game's been out for yeah. like a month and a bit right <laughs> yes no but that's the thing a lot of these teams had done all oh, of the reps since the list had gone out even, they played into our exact lists type of things so it's just like yeah, yeah. there wasn't an excuse in that respect so it's fair yeah. fair games really in that in that respect yeah. okay but then uh, in the second round we kind of had to uh, rebuild ourselves because what they'd done as well this year instead of it being three rounds in a day Mm-hmm. There'd been a vote, so the first round was done on when uh, Thursday, Thursday evening, Thursday, Friday, Thursday. Friday, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday evening. Yes, Thursday evening. <laughs> it's such a long week. My I was going to say it's all blurred into one for you, well. hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool because we we kind of spread it out, so there was that, and then each day there was two rounds. Mm-hmm. But it meant yeah, that basically... it was nice and spaced out. I think that's yeah. Yeah. which you need because it's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, heads. Kind of your head goes through a lot with it. Um, so yeah. after that, kind of like right, we've got this as an opportunity then. To go back to the hotel, look at the matrices, reevaluate them as well, because obviously seeing how our how it all played out a little bit kind of gave us some extra information. And knowing that we were then going into Poland in the morning meant we needed to be as prepped as possible. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we could have been as any more prepped than we were. Yeah. That night, but at the same time, it was not enough. <laughs> they <laughs> definitely showed us how to play the game in many ways. We 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 took our, we took our fight, but we did get spanked. Yeah. I'd say comfortably. It was 127 to 33, which okay. was our biggest loss of the week, but I'm not too surprised. I think it's fair to so say there's no shame in that. So no, very no, well drilled no. team. But it does but show one just th- how much the work that goes in matters, right? Because the they, one they, thing they I would say so is yeah. both them and Finland, despite being really competent, like really scary teams, they were beautifully friendly, lovely oh, yeah. people. Turn up to the pairings table. Here's our spirit of choice. You all have to do shots. <laughs> type of thing it was it was kind of this cultural thing was like everyone's just like there's an icebreaker we turn up with welsh cakes and go here you go eat yeah, these. Yeah, and they're yeah. like yeah. what are these night they're really addictive oh they really are <laughs> i've made so many of those things on gaming yeah. nights it's ridiculous but it, but it was nice because like 
during that round, I was chatting to uh, one of the coaches and he was just very much like, in this matchup, I don't think you could have done anything differently there based on this mission, these two yeah. armies into each other and the order of who went first. And I'm like, that's fair for you to say. It doesn't make me feel any better. But it was nice <laughs> that we were like chatting about it and it was just like, they were lovely guys. So it was kind yeah. of, it was a good education for me as well about seeing how their coaches were prepared. Like, yes, they were, they, they very much had the whole role thing whilst yeah. I was kind of doing it everything <laughs> apart, <laughs> apart from pairings because I stayed away from pairings because that's not necessarily my forte I don't think so no that's that's completely fair um and I do there's a little bit of the singles experience in that where so much of how we learn is by seeing how others play right and I think I yeah. think yeah, and with teams it's been that you know six of us we're very new to teams we've only played a few teams events but we've learned so much just by watching what a really well-drilled team does and how they pair how they act and how they how they think and so i think i think it feels like there's a lot of learning opportunities to be had there yeah. so that, that leaves one more game so it was the south africa game was the last one south africa yes yeah. so they had uh, uh what's his name carl grundy one of the yeah. vanguard tactics guys being a coach for them oh that's interesting okay. which was kind of cool um they were lovely guys um we did end up with a tie with them Okay. It cool. was a it was a winning tie, so it was eighty two seventy eight. So it was really, really close. It was one of those games where I think like if we'd had a little bit more, I know I'm going to keep saying this, but prep, it just felt like if we were a little bit more kind of on the ball with it, that, that mm-hmm. could have tipped into a win. But it's just all learning, right? So yeah. that was a great, great one where it felt like we were kind of there was a lot of kind of close games that were kind of swingy. Like uh, was that the round? Uh, uh, I think that was the round where our knights player literally just rolled. 40 shots or something and didn't get a single thing through and it's just like how it was just one of those games where his dice just went you're just not going to have a game now yeah. he's just standing there going cool just the way it goes and that, that happens right it's crazy. dicey dice right and yeah. it, was, it was quite it was quite bizarre to watch because it got to the point where it was just like kind of laughing going yep why am i rolling <laughs> <laughs> and Ela was all yeah you're completely right some of the seed 14s were really good i, th- I think the overall ro- i was impressed having watched a few games and i watched some of the war masters as well i thought the caliber across the world yeah. that was on display was remarkable you know, in terms of the level of prep the lists the, the style of play some really really impressive things and i say some 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 debuts from teams that were amazing south africa obviously did great um new zealand were fantastic having not played amazing like, they did know, great. Some, some, really good some remarkable runs um from completely new teams and it's really exciting isn't it to see that level yeah. of you know if, yeah. if the if the entrants are all bringing that level of a game that bodes really well for the for it as as a competitive exercise which is really exciting yeah. Um, so, in terms of in terms of the pod, then what what did that mean for you? For your, we'll, we'll, we'll just finish what that means for you for your next place, and then we'll, then we'll turn to Jack. But what 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 are the sort of consequences of, of of the sort of two losses and a draw in that position? That means that we kind of went down lower initially yep. to start, which probably not a bad thing because it's kind of placing you where you probably should be, yep. or at least where you've scored to be. So yep. it's like at that point we're like, cool, we we can kind of relax a little bit that we're mm-hmm. probably going to be facing people that had a similar sort of win path. Mm-hmm potentially or are to the same standard as us and it's yep. kind of then a, just a matter of who's better which was right. kind of you settle a bit more in at that point as well after three games i think the players were feeling a bit more comfortable with their lists yes yep. a bit more kind of understanding of the missions as well like silly little things like i think it was i think it was against poland a couple of their players went we're going fixed and mm. absolutely smashed it with it and yep. half of my players just went didn't really think of Fixed. And me myself, I've just always gone. I don't see the point of doing fixed. I either win or I don't. But it's that's a singles mentality, right? Yeah. Like, these guys were just going cool. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna boot forward, cleanse two objectives. I'm gonna teleport home as each turn. 
yeah. I score my points, and it's it just, opens it's up a whole range match. of possibilities. Like, that's just so smart, and how and yeah. like that just shows that our level of prep was just that little bit below everyone. That was like something silly like that. You're like, okay, sure. now I feel stupid, but it's it's all learning right now. I'm no, I'm now going to be playing singles, going, oh, I'm just going to. I'm going to take fix. I'm going to <laughs> just stomp fix. you because it's just easy. <laughs> I, I actually took fix for the first time ever at the weekend. For I was yeah? leagues, of, leagues of Votan forces you to do some weird things with your if, <laughs> desperation. If like, How, where, where are my points coming from? How am I going to get some points with these? Little... What did you take? What did you uh, take? Oh, uh, into Tau, I took cleanse and bring it down, and it worked a treat. Because like, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to all those, all those suits, hunt all those vehicles, hunt, all those yeah. vehicles stand yeah. in two places, scan some stuff. Jobs are good. And worked a treat, but uh, <laughs> it's not going to work every yeah. time. No, we've got a question. We've actually got two questions. Nicholas Willingate asks, how am I supposed to do anything tonight with Jack on stream? Turn down the attractiveness. I don't think he can, Nick. He's just hes just a beautiful boy. He's just a beautiful boy. He's, yeah. he's, our, he's our Eurocentric Jesus, and we wouldn't change him for anything. He's, he's what we're all about. <laughs> and then, oh, the mind goblins are in tonight. Louis Ballington oh. asks, how far in advance did your players know which factions they were taking? Were you able to get a sufficient number of reps into the various matchups prior to the tournament? That's tough in a situation like this where an addition's just dropped, right? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, was there much change up for either of you guys in the sort of running? Did factions sort of drop in or out of the of the roster? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think for, for us, yeah. for are you, sure. Are you able to share what dropped in or out? I don't know. I don't know whether the yeah. secrets are all. Are all I mean, it's it's, it's done now. What what we <laughs> yeah, took yeah. is what we took now. Um, there were. It was finding the top eight, and I think at the start of tenth mm. there was certainly a top three. Yes, <laughs> uh, and that was at the time Imperial Knights, yep. GSC, and Eldar, mm-hmm. which yep. we didn't end up taking Imperial Knights as well because no. obviously after that there was a nerf to um, a, a, not a nerf, so there are points increased to yeah. the Imperial Knights and stuff like that. Yeah. and so we we had them three, and then we were trying to find the rest of the eight, and there was a few that kind of answered themselves, and then at the towards like seven eight was really hard. There was a number of like five factions that could have filled them roles. Yeah. And at the start, we didn't think T-Suns was in the eight. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was. Then we thought it wasn't. Then it went back in. And yeah. there was enough of there. We had Nids come in at the last minute as well. Mm-hmm. Necrons we didn't take because we, yeah. we ran them a few times and we didn't That's like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we ran Guard instead. Uh, there was a... Yeah, the Necrons we found we went against a lot and they just pushed pure draws into people and that's kind of the role right there and then we made yeah. yeah maybe had some armies that were a little bit more swingy yeah. where that would have given us a little bit more stability maybe but we also didn't know that so yeah. we've, we've gone in this that's just based on our testing some of these armies came in and out nids came in last minute necrons went out imperial knights went out mm-hmm. t-suns came in so there was a few that were on the cusp chaos knights were talked about early didn't come in orcs were talked about a little bit but we yeah. didn't put them in as well and, and other countries took these lists as well yeah, there was, it was really there was some lists that were yeah. just chucked out straight away you know the death guards and stuff like that they were who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they were not considered <laughs> they were not considered um and even yeah. gray knights weren't considered um because of how expensive they were and then suddenly jack yeah. took them at atc and which everyone really was like okay like mm. no one else had taken them which like okay that's like really interesting but there was there was a few especially that just answered themselves gsc yeah. and eldar specifically yeah. They're always going to be taken. Yeah, um, yeah. They so, were very, they were very strong. It felt, although it felt like at Worlds and in Warmasters, it felt like people had 
started to figure out lists for GSC in a way that maybe yep. they hadn't for Eldar, right? Yes. GSC yep. were the one yes. people were going after. Certainly, I'm sat at home as a GSC playing, oh my goodness, I don't want to play against any of these. They're yeah. all run they're running at me with a million things, and I can't, yeah. I, can't, I can't handle that. There's a lot of stuff. So that was interesting to see. And I do, I think it's amazing that, you know, some of the best minds in the world at this stuff are coming up with completely different solutions. Like, I, I love seeing some Chaos Knights doing different things. I love seeing Orcs out there. It was interesting seeing Tau sneak in and a few armies yeah. as well. So um, Poland, Poland took them in ex- the end. Exactly well, that. You know? So, so it's just... There was a creativity there. I suppose what's interesting is that uh, I imagine singles is going to start reflecting back yeah. at you guys the stuff you were coming up, up with yeah. before very long. Sure. Right? I'm pretty yeah. pretty confident of that, um, and that's quite exciting that it gets to almost set the set the tempo and show people what the kind of top of the game looks like, and then you know mm. people people follow suit. So that's really exciting. Um, let's talk about your pod then, Jack. So yep. what what was England's pod? Uh, England, we had Bulgaria, Romania, and Spain exciting okay and i think going in we we're like this is probably one of the harder pods it out is. of all of them for yeah. a seed one team going in with three very good seed two three four teams yeah um i've seen bulgaria they took a I took a little small team to itt and they did pretty well we, we played they, against did, them. they were amazing they were them? really yeah. lovely guys I was so, so i always remember the yeah. bdsm tops that they yes. were wearing <laughs> yes. well. bulgarian detachment uh yeah. detachment Something with surgical maneuvers. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, so they came along. So I was expecting them to be really good. Uh, but mm. they were our first one. So it was like, well, that's the weakest, specific, uh, supposedly yeah. supposed to be the weakest team on our pod. Yeah. It was like, well, I've seen them do pretty well yeah. already. And, and yeah, from yeah. first-hand experience of talking to you guys, that they're clearly yeah. good players. Mm. And it's only going to get harder from then. then <laughs> on. And people are like, obviously, Spain have got some very good players on Spain their team that, um, that you you do really well at major tournaments and a lot of people were saying that they were almost in seed one i think it was england actually knocked them into seed two last year in the last right. round and that okay. was the last round england beat spain knocked them into seed to uh, seed two and now face them now this year um wow. so we had a very i think a, a difficult pod and yes. specifically on the the first three missions were also very weird <laughs> getting those out of the way <laughs> yeah and specifically spain was looking like a very drawy mission what, what was the mission for spain um i actually can't remember do you remember the uh was that round two it was uh, round three round three round three yeah if i can bring it up quickly hang on i could do the same i've got i've got a these, cheat these sheet. new missions do massively <laughs> shape things right the missions make a massive difference to rounds because some of them push scores closer together and some of them create yeah. more polarizing outcomes so this is a uh, big thing in a team's event. round three in spain purge the foe hidden supplies uh, so it was adding the additional objectives yes. into the middle and taking i guess taking the middle yes. one out um and so it's got it's got the kill more in the kit the kill more primary yeah, and it was on sweeping engagement so it's super close super yeah. close deployment zones as well yeah um yeah on that one so yeah we uh we got through bulgaria yeah at round one and yep. i think we came out of the parents thinking we're good we're good we're projected <laughs> around a low 90s and i think we ended up getting i think 120 something mm-hmm. uh so we ended up exceeding our expectations on that one uh and the same as romania we came out i think with the same we think we feel like we paired well came out of a expectation of like a no 90s and then got ended up getting a few more points towards the end um so i think felt good into our into our matrix and stuff a little bit yeah. uh, and then we got to spain 
and we were very it was it was one that we'd the night before thursday night so we played bulgaria on the thursday evening and thursday night was like let's prepare for romania and let's prepare especially for spain like we yeah. need to yeah. have our mock pairings yeah. done we need to know what we're doing before we go because you also because it was going to be round three it was going to be the evening one we'd already have played romania we don't have that time yeah. at lunchtime to go yes. through it again we need and to go through really it now tricky. yeah exactly yeah. right so we we went through it um we knew especially it was going to be a really drawy round against a really top team mm. and we got to the round i feel, feel like we paired well and then there was a few differences on our matrix to how theirs is <laughs> and we found that out that there was a few matchups that were swings that mm. we didn't think were swings yeah. until we got there and suddenly and it was all because the players played it differently as well the, yes when alex goes into taroxa and taroxa puts his whole army on the line and goes i'm gonna go first and win or i'm gonna go second i'm gonna lose yeah. and you go in oh my god like, <laughs> i think uh, some people like Typhus spoke on it on a number of like podcasts going mm. into WTC that teams that aren't expected to win will mm. give you flip matchups because yeah. they can take the risk completely. And if they've gone into the parents going, we are the underdog, we have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose and everything yeah. to gain. They were like, we get revenge for next year and we can <laughs> knock off one of the top favorite teams in the tournament. Yes. If we, and we'll just, we'll bolster the wall with it. Let's take yeah. a flip. Let's take yeah. a flip. Let's do it. And they did. They were like, yeah, we'll yeah, take yeah. it. And it was a flip on there. As, and on ours, it wasn't. We were comfortable into it. And on that specific deployment, on that specific board, and getting first turn and suddenly a whole Thousand Sons army and Terminator's deep striking and moving yes. twice after deep striking going, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And Magnus going, I'm not going to do minus one damage. I'm going to move 16 inches and I'm going to yeah. give everything else plus two movement. And I'm just going to alpha strike you. And we're just like, they just went balls to wall. But if they didn't yes. get first, they were ex their whole army was exposed to get yes. shot turn one, and they would have just lost. That. They could have lost the whole army turn one. Yeah, if of course, didn't get yeah. first turn. Yeah, and yeah. was just like, yeah, I'm just going to put it on there. And and then we just was. It was a, a big wake up call, and that shook our whole round up. Shook our whole round up because yes. we ended up scoring 83 points, three points away from a win. Yeah, and we had two zeros in that round as well. Yeah, and there were two where they just went, I'm going to go first. I'm going to delete half your army. Yeah. And they Which got first, and they got the good rolls, and they did it, and and we we're just like, what? like, and it set us back really, yeah. really hard at the start. That must be, for a team mentality, that must be quite difficult. I guess I'm curious because obviously, you know, we we were watching on the stream and we got the news that this was happening. I'm really curious yeah. for you guys as a team. You're there. A couple of yeah. your games have gone against you. How do a team? A communicate and B manage something that's yeah. happening like that because that must be you know that must put everyone under real pressure for um, sure and it's how does how do you manage and deal with something like that without making things worse if you will like, what what's the way of managing it and how did you guys handle it on the day I think the experience of the coaches and the experience of the players some of the players was really helpful here like yeah. the experience of guys like Tony Chu like mm -hmm. they're, they're one of the captains the coaching captains yeah just settling down and just Alex was going, I'm going to get a zero in this round. Okay. Just try and get a point if you can. And just trying yeah. to calm the players down, just play it out, just play it out. Yeah. And then there was, there was, and you're trying to reflect it to the other players that are still playing the game, like Vic and Manny and stuff. So yeah. can you push extra bits here? Because these, and you have to communicate that these matchups are going really bad yeah. and it's hard to be like, we're predicted to get a couple zeros in this round. Yeah. Yes. And suddenly all the, and you've got six games to win the round in. And it's yes. like, Oh, and you're trying to commit, but the players are really, because of their experience, are just really level-headed, yeah, really yeah. calm in the situation, which is really big because 
three of our players were new as well. We'd yes. not gone to WTC before. And although they're really great players, it's a different okay. atmosphere. It's so they're really, yeah, it's a yeah. different all right. atmosphere, right? It's a different pressure to suddenly <laughs> be like, the team yeah. is suddenly needing you to perform. Um, and, and everyone kept a really level head and try to push them points and was like we need because the round was still looking drawy at that stage even with yeah. these new losses yeah, it was like, but we setback. need to push the win like yeah, yeah. it was always like we have to push the differential in a pod as much as we can even into the first round going we're going to score 120 points let's score 126 points we need the yeah. extra points because it all comes down to the placings at the end mm-hmm. if you all yeah. finish on the same points um so everyone stayed really level-headed and was just super calm it was but internally, you're like freaking out. <laughs> and um, I was getting texts constantly going, like in like the Mind Goblins chat, going, "Oh, we've seen on here that you yeah, predicted I two bet, zeros because I it bet. goes round yeah. like the contact lost yeah, guys yeah. predict the round and stuff." And they're like, and it was on Spanish stream as well. Um, and we had I had Mike on the Spanish stream. He didn't want to be on the like because you're it's it's different where you can't people can't watch it and then interpret what's being said as well. You're just seeing yeah. scores go up and everyone's yeah. like, you're trying to interpret these scores <laughs> and people are texting you going, you're predicted two zeros. You're going to lose it. I'm like, just like, uh, just uh, turn my phone off. Just leave yeah, it alone. I think like, you, you don't need that noise. Do you? I think you've no, got to be, be out like, of that. Turn that off. Just leave yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, it's fine. Like this control what we can control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have we got games in our favor? Can we push these realistically? What's our, like, and that's where having some of the coaches with experience, having a, an accurate points projection, and communicating that with the players to calm them down to say look we yeah. can still win this round even with these yes. and if you don't have accurate data mm-hmm. from the players um during the round and if you yeah. don't have accurate data <laughs> like with your matrix and stuff as well you mm. can't you can't communicate that with the players because yeah. you know you have to tell him that so and so still going to get 14 manny's still going to go to 20 he could put like he was going to get 18 but he can push to a 20 and you just go and you communicate this with everyone else and they suddenly it calms them a little bit they know that you've got it under control even though you there's a couple games falling to pieces yeah that the rest of everyone else is in a good position yeah. and um is it yeah. you can hear the meowing sorry yeah there is it sort of captured the the mood of of panic and distress it's yeah right i think it sort of had the sort of oh no, oh, no. it's a nightmare, <laughs> it's a nightmare. um but uh <laughs> yeah it was it was a really tough round a really hairy round no, and it 100%. didn't get easier from there on out as well going yes. out of the pods because that was like this is in the pods and we expected to win our games in the pods but everyone was like spain's going to be a tricky game for you and we come out and we drew it and we only just drew it as well we were just like yeah. we don't want that to cost us future because no. we're you're out there going we have to win out now we have to yeah. win all our yeah. games yeah. um yeah. But it was also, the Spanish was also really good guys. You know, oh, there yeah. was, I think going in there, some of the teams were ha, were saying stuff about some of the Spanish players. Like other teams were like, oh, you have to watch out, blah, blah. But I, I don't think we had any bad games in that game. We didn't have That's any, great. like, we didn't That's have awesome. any issues. We didn't really have any, like, uh, from what I saw, sportsmanship issues or ref issues. No, you have to come in there. You get refs into all your games because you're disputing rules and stuff. But I don't think we had any issues in the game. It was actually really nice. That's and wonderful. we we made sure to get photos of everyone 
every opponent at the end of the round. Yeah. So and do yeah, a couple so of Nat, jersey Nat, swaps. Nat's got really big on like lying on the ground. He seems to be doing that. Quite yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the guy had like ten jerseys. Managed to swap fifteen of them. I don't know. He's got jerseys <laughs> from every nation and every team yeah, yeah. going. But but we managed to. You managed to still get them. We had a really nice round of them. Mm. Um, even though other countries were like, oh, we have to watch out. Blah, blah, blah. You know, people could have been saying that about other team and we of just course. we went in there and we had a really nice experience in there and it was a really tough draw and they deserved they deserved yeah. to push us to the draw as well they it's, played really well they got really good players it feels like there's lessons there's so many things kind of remind me of singles there as well which is mm. a, a yeah whatever anyone else says about anyone else just you just, play, you just brush it aside play the, yeah. play the, play yeah. the game and see what the person's like and a lot absolutely. of the time you'll be you'll be pleasantly you'll surprised be right yeah, chat, absolutely chat. but i think it demonstrates that that underdog mentality of well i'll do something a bit different because just when, take you by surprise and, and that's like, the thing we're not supposed with, to do that with a world like teams where yeah teams are working so hard to know how it's going to go yeah throwing a few things that just don't go the way they would normally go or just take nope. a, a couple of risks that you wouldn't expect them to risk completely changes how you can plan absolutely so it's, although in this case obviously that could have backfired yep. because it goes the way they want it ends yeah. up throwing a massive spanner and, and working in their favor. So that's that's really interesting to see. But I can see how that would then distress you because, again, you've done all this prep, you've got all these ideas, and then you're like, yeah. oh, no, are people going to throw stuff at this? And <laughs> stuff it, just, that's yeah. like it. it completely changes our color in a matrix. We go, well, that was down for us as, say, like a black. We're supposed to get 12 points out of it, say. Yeah. And uh, that's a swing. And it's yes. an 0-20 swing, 20-0 swing. That's yeah. literally if so, if like, because And it comes down to our information as well of how we practiced. Mm. And we go... We've practiced this matchup X amount of times and our players have done this. Like, so yeah. we've practiced into this matchup and the guy we went against uh, plays in a certain way. So say I play Vic and he plays in a certain way. And we're like, oh, well, their other players are going to play like that. And for them to do something completely different, we're like, that's our information. Yes. And that's like, yeah. we're like, wow. Yeah. Like we've only practiced into someone that's plays this very methodical reactive yes. response here on yeah, such an army yeah, yeah. and then suddenly someone's gone super aggressive and go i'm gonna go first yeah, yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. what let's go like <laughs> you, I, I love that i we love hadn't that practiced variety. that we hadn't expected yeah. expected that at all yeah, and that, that variety is so cool in 40k i love the way people can just play armies in completely different ways yeah um and but it does it makes it makes preparing for it difficult unless you're covering very all difficult. of these different aspects yeah uh, so it sounds like those in in different ways two two mm -hmm. tough pods right you know wales obviously really hitting tough. some really top teams and, and having to really battle for it and then england having a very difficult experience to into, i guess just in terms of setting the mentality and the mood for the for the next mm. rounds it that's that is stressful right feeling like you, you know you've, you've been you've had had some surprises and there's some stuff you need to be a little bit wary yeah. of and I, I don't know about you i always find with teens events people then immediately after a game like that people are looking at their mates and like, oh no i'm worried about it now i don't i don't well, i don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like the, the colors, idea of are they correct? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sort of has this chain effect where the next round people can be a bit cautious or a bit worried with things. So it's, it's not always yeah. easy. So let, let's carry on with you, Jack. I'm conscious, obviously, you've, you've got yep. sort of time limitations tonight. But I guess, how did you guys sort of bounce back from that going into the next round? What, 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 yep. what did you guys do to sort of pull together? And then, and then how did the next couple of rounds go? Yeah, I think, I think we just draw on the experience of the other guys of going, I think someone said there, Poland came second last year with a loss and a draw. Yeah. We've drawn one game. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. we just, yeah, yeah. every game is, uh, we go into that as another game. Yeah. And we went in there, we knew Australia and Belgium are drew. Mm -hmm. So we could draw Australia or Belgium. Yeah. And we drew Austria. Okay. And yeah. we were, 
in no way confident, like super confident into that. Like, so not like thinking, oh, this isn't a so-called top eight team. Mm. This like, but they are. They've just won the War Masters. They've yeah. been smashing their pod, and suddenly they're like, wow, this is a team that we have to take seriously. And there was no, there was no going into that that round underprepared at all. We're like, we have to super prepare because this team is has been playing really yeah. well tournament has been in the war masters has been getting a, like because they played the war masters they probably got a ton more reps this week than we have mm. so, so we've been <laughs> yeah. we've been practicing obviously over the weeks and stuff but they've been practicing into the meta here and now and like on the this terrain week, yeah, on yeah. the terrain right now like yeah. so they are they're fresher with it mm. and they've been smashing it and they've got the at the time maybe the you know you could argue that eldar player won the war masters so you can say yeah. oh, i'm the best player he's, in the world a single player in the world well. the best eldar player in the world you know there was like yeah. he smashed the war masters and going, oh, wow this is going to be very tricky in the world. no but you can you can have to, <laughs> yeah, but you have to assume i think he played against him didn't he well he did he did <laughs> <laughs> you carry on <laughs> but we, we oh. went into that and we were like this is going to be a very tough very tough round. Again, coming out the matrix thinking this is very drawy, potentially a small win. And I think that was uh, out of the pairing process into the into that round. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that happened a lot in every round because of the nature of 10th and the nature of the matrix and stuff like that. And uh, maybe our army composition as well. Mm. We came out looking at most of our matrix we were between the maybe 82 to 92 range okay. after pairings. Yeah. Like, yeah most rounds most yeah. rounds and sometimes you are overperformed and obviously into poland we it came less it was less but it was we went in there tricky but we also had the tech of the t-sons into elder we we felt very confident yeah with. So we felt is, very confident with watching and, at home this was the exciting bit right so yeah. thousand sons have made it into a bunch of teams yeah you've got vic who's running thousand sons and we know yep. vic is a guy who likes to solve problems right like yep. and so there's something you're looking at that and this was the round where that came up huge because Vic's yeah. Thousand Sons beat beat the Eldar player in question, right? The, yeah, beat the yeah. winner of the War Masters, who'd done fantastically and played. I'd watched a few of the, a few of his games. He played fantastically yeah. well. The Eldar mirror at the end of War Masters was actually into Fred, yeah, genuinely a really interesting Eldar game, and yeah. I haven't seen tons of those um, yeah. in in, re in recent times because they both kept in it. Like it's so often a yeah, blowout, yeah. and they both kept right in it. It was a really interesting one, um, and so yeah, so that that obviously flipped the round for you. So this was something mm -hmm. that you guys had in had in the locker almost. Was it? We, that's something we kept in a locker because I think well, I told you earlier. Round yeah. one, we had an opportunity to put Vic into Eldar. I yeah. think I think it was I think it was round one or round two, and we're like we chose not to, yeah, or to put him as like a put forward or something like that to go. We could potentially get the Eldar because it's a really good matchup for us. We chose not to go for it and to pair our matrix accordingly elsewhere because yeah. we see the top teams of C. Vic yeah. do really well into Eldar because that's what we practice. We practice the T-Suns that either yeah, blunts yeah. the Eldar or can get a small win potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a lot of reps into that. Vic had a lot of reps into that playing Manny as well. Like, mm. So playing a top Eldar player, yeah. playing into the Wraith Knight builds and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah. So we were very confident going into that one, but we didn't want to give it away too early. Yes, we didn't give right. it away round one. You almost so we didn't give it away. That, so we held it over there, and then Austria came that. up and was yeah. like, "This is it." Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. you got to play the War Master winner. <laughs> good luck, good luck, right? Yeah, but yeah. this is the list that can dent the Eldar because you go into a lot of parents and thinking the Eldar could twenty o someone, and you look at the matrix and it's got a lot of 
a lot of bad matchups for us. Yes. Like, and uh, and other teams will have the same thing because Manny went in and smashed a lot of teams 20-0. Like, he scored yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. points, you know. Um, so they have it the other way and you always go into the parents expecting their Eldar to get 17 and they ours to get 17 averagely or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we were like, this is the one we can, we can dent it here. Yeah. And Vic played that very well. Yeah. But, uh, so that was extremely interesting. And again, that's another little dynamic in teams, isn't it? It's just cooking up these solutions to those armies. Everyone thinks there is no yeah. answer to either making yeah. it really difficult. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the role I love in teams. I love, I love being in that position where it's like, Oh, this book's just come out. It's very scary. It's like, I'll mm. go in and make that much harder than it has any right to be. That's, that's yeah. a, and, and, and having that in a team or in, you know, in this case, obviously winning the game, right? It's something that flips mm. the matchup. Everyone assumes is a win on yeah. its head is a remarkable tool so was did that pretty much secure the round at that stage did the other thing that did because we got a yeah. small win into that one so having yeah. that round having that win into the elder there actually pushed us into the win category for that round and mm. um yeah also on that the reason why we took nids in the end over imperial knights is because we tailored it for the gsc matchup oh yes I hate and those. that was again a big one tailoring for gsc and tailoring for eldar going into that tournament yeah. and yeah. can it do better than imperial knights yeah. That so when we were up yeah. at um when we were up at the last element teams, I played mm. against the team with Adam Lane in and Adam yeah. Lane was on the Tyranids. Yeah, yeah. And they put him in something else for me for my GSC. I think I took the Eldar and Adam was like, Were you worried about the Nids? I was like, Yes, Adam, I was very yes. worried about the Nids. I, yeah. I, I saw yeah, that. Yeah. I know full well what you were gonna do and I didn't want any part in it. Yeah. <laughs> not that Your gargoyle's just at the front with score it. mines. It's, it's like you're you can come in over there or something yeah, like that. And exactly. the mouse scepters at the front just go, hey, you can kind of try and pop them, but they are very hard to kill. It's a nightmare situation, yeah. So that, that was yeah. a, that was another really cool thing to see because nids were quite prevalent, and again they've got they that really the really cool rule as a spoiler. Um, so it's really really interesting. Um, so what what were then with the subsequent rounds for you? What did you hit next? Uh, we hit France next, who just beat Australia. So we were just like, Oof. okay, so France yeah. had just beaten Australia. Uh, they paired down, I believe, into Australia. Or paired, Australia paired up just based on points because I think they won out their round. They won out their pod, but Australia got a draw out their pod. I think something yeah. like that. But we ended yeah. up pairing into them straight after Austria. And we're like, under no illusions that this team are going to be very good. Yes. You, going into the tournament, very aware of how the how France itself as a country is very teams orientated. Mm -hmm. And a lot of a lot of teams, I think, underestimate them. That like they have their league system with teams, and that's how yeah. they pick their their pick their. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They have a League 1, League 2, League 3, and you have, say, like 6++, plus plus, right? Say it gets League 1, it wins League 1. You can choose, I believe you can choose like a captain the, out there day. to represent the national yeah. team, and then you can choose yeah. players out of League 1 and stuff like that. That's quite an egalitarian um, system. go into the national team. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I like that. Because they've got it's, an academy as well for developing yeah. talent as well. Oh, that's so. cool. Yeah, yeah how and they've got the baguette makers, as Scribbo said earlier. <laughs> they've got, they got people making baguettes. Got one stuff. of the dice. Yeah, sounds, I, it sounds like the French run a classy system. I like it. That's cool. With yeah. Multiple streams yeah. as well. They had, yeah, uh, I think, yeah. they had two streams going on. So we had two stream games that that round. So we yeah. had Mike on a GSC and Robbo on the on the Nids, both playing yeah. on stream. And I was thinking it was at one point like three thousand viewers. Amazing. One of the players, the GSC player, his mum and dad turned up and they got interviewed on <laughs> French, <laughs> French television as well. So they were getting to like interviews as well. Uh, yeah. Whilst he was having to play Manny, I was like, "Oh, his mum and dad are watching him, and Manny's just rolling sixes." I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it's like Rafe like rolling sixes, and his mum and dad are watching. Uh, I'm like, oh no, that poor guy! Yeah. Like, just, like, Manny, just... Manny going global with the with the sixes. I love it. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, that, that was that was actually one of the things that excited me this year. Was just it was a spectacle, right? The mm. streaming was awesome. It was really cool yeah, was... coverage. I think the team's coverage was great. 
Um, the excitement in a round it was palpable. We were all talking about each round in the chat and all this stuff, and it was it yeah. feels like it's growing and growing. So that's something that's a massively exciting energy to be part of, I think. And how did that round actually play out for you guys? Uh, we got another small win out of that. Very out of nice, France, and that was very tight. Yeah, very tight. We I think we we had a really good round. I think that was probably one of the best rounds of the tournament into France. Um, yeah, and like in terms of just like general sportsmanship and how it went. Uh, we went into the rounds and our coaches said, notoriously, we've had very good rounds with France. If you don't need to get a judge over and you can sort things out between you, if you want to give a little take, like take backs and stuff here and there, like it's very much, it's, we've always had a very good relationship with France. They're going to do the same with you. They're yeah. not going to be super hardball with you. No. And don't, if you don't feel like you have to be, you know, the same, it's going to be very, you're going to have a very nice experience with them. Yeah. Coaches are super nice. They had, um, I think they had a difficult round before with coach interaction and they had to right. add, like, um, so they came in there and they spoke to us about it and they told us about it and they were open. They said, you know, we had this very difficult, is it okay if you stand back from the tables? You're not like, if you're talking to a player, you talk with us in the background and stuff is absolutely yeah. fine because they had an equal amount of coaches and we got off on the right foot straight away. That's lovely. And, um, they, throughout the round, we were looking up, they were admitting that they were a little bit down as well. Like in terms of just on the cusp of a low draw to loss to small loss. And I was just small win yeah. to high draw last 10 minutes. It swings and we're like, damn, it can go into a draw. And then suddenly the cards come back again. And we're like, now we're going to get a win. And then we're like, <laughs> and it got right to the end, right to the end. And we just pipped them. I think at the end with a small win and it, we just had a really, really great round of them. Um, and it was super tense and super tight. And there was a lot of messages on my phone going, this is the like tightest, like tightest round going at the moment. And, um, and at the end, they, they all said they would deserve, like got the win, um, they would deserve to win. And mm. they played really well. And the foundations that they've got, it's like year two of their league system and stuff and their new thing. It's mm. only going to get stronger. And next year yeah. they're going to be very, very good. Like they yeah. they already beaten Australia this year. Like yeah. they were very good and they're going to be even better next year. Yeah. Like that's a really very exciting. fast team. Yeah. Like, no, definitely. And very good players. feels like there were a bunch of teams really knocking on the door of that sort of top yeah. eight for the seeding and stuff. And that's, that's really exciting. Great. Okay. So what was next, Jack? What was next? We beat France and we were then paired into a, the U S of a, the U S yes, of a, a for the a. next morning. So wow. we, it and, get easier. <laughs> and that was the day that you also don't get an hour laying. You are up an hour earlier. earlier. So you, the round starts at eight 30. Oh my word. Eight 30. The doors will be open do at eight o'clock. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> let alone play USA. And the hotel was 40 minutes away. Oh no! To walk. Uh, yeah, okay. It was, it was it was a walk. It was a walk on cobblestones. <laughs> it was a it was a, it was a walk on cobblestones that you don't you don't want to do all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we played the USA and we wow. So that's yeah. a lot. A lot of the top names, certainly in the sort of the world that I'm aware of, all, all mm -hmm. throwing down on the same board. That is incredibly Absolutely. exciting. Absolutely. So, yeah. do you want to give us a little bit of a blow by blow of this round then? Because it's quite an exciting one. Yes. So we uh, first we had the stream game. We had Matt Robertson against Jack Harpster, Art of War versus Art of War on yeah. stream uh, on the on the War Games live stream first, and I think we <laughs> felt coming out of the pairings we felt okay. I think we looked at about eighty two points. Mm -hmm. so that is a draw it's a high draw uh just a high draw like but it's uh yeah. we felt it was in the drawy category at that stage 
we had Eldar into Custodes. They also had Eldar into Custodes. So it was like, they basically just, I guess, we expected them to cancel each other out, but they actually yeah. went a little di- a little differently. They, that can go um, different ways. Yeah, they can yeah, go yeah. different ways depending on how you play it because the yeah. Custodes player is always not favoured in that matchup. The oh, Eldar, yeah, for sure. The Eldar is, it's a, also it's depending on how many four-ups you can make, right? How that many is exactly what I was going to say. They, they can get a, a turn of magic fours and they can yep. hang in there a little longer and that makes a big difference or they just fall over. <laughs> we, we had a great, going into that round we had a great relationship with them we'd already been out with them on the wednesday night a couple of the guys we did yeah. we'd been out with john lennon and jack on the wednesday <laughs> night so we'd already oh, been God. out with them that was a very messy night <laughs> yes drinking games ensued and it was very it was very bad for yeah. a, a couple of us and, uh, <laughs> but it was uh, for a few people and then the welsh were there as well it was but we already have a really great relationship a lot of the players know each other already yeah. and yeah. i think going into into that that team you're surprised there's no egos in that team. You're able to have like as, as someone like me who doesn't do like is not like a household name or anything like that in England or anything like that, but can go in there and have a, an all normal conversation with any one of their players or coaching staff, yeah. and they're just absolutely sound. They're just yeah. there's no egos there whatsoever, and you expect it to be like the YouTube stars of America coming <laughs> over and stuff. Everyone's super cool. Everyone's yeah. super cool. And you have such, we had a, such a great relationship and such a great round with them. They had equal amount of coaches as well. We were just like one on each table, basically for each one. We were just have a great conversation with them. Um, we, the one matchup we thought we had the win on again was Vic on his T-Suns. Okay. Nice. So the day before Lucas, the Orc, their Orc player had gone into Pumba's T-Suns from Poland and beaten him. And beat okay, him. But yeah. we played playing a different list. Yeah. And Vic, I think, went fixed secondaries on this one. Okay, so okay. With the amount of trucks they were, had to bring it down. Yes, yes, yes. And was able to pick up enough trucks to score the yeah. points. I can't remember what the other secondary was he took. Mm. Um, but managed to get the win into that one. But obviously, mm. they went into there thinking that it was in their favor because they'd already won the previous round yes. into Poland. Mm. Yeah. But it was a very different list. And we felt ourselves more confident into into that but so we both went in there thinking that we were both you know i like, love that with and, pairings yeah everyone, everyone's happy afterwards absolutely like. they're happy and we were happy and we were just yeah. like well one of us is going to be wrong and it can what is wrong yeah. one is wrong one is right but also i think it comes down to cards it comes down to oh, yeah. what secondaries Dice. do how you play who goes first who goes second there a lot of, there's a lot of swing in this edition oh, yeah. as well yeah and vic managed to play that really well and we managed to get the points out of that game um, that maybe they weren't expecting us to. And yeah. we ended up getting to 84 points in the end. Oof. Very close round. Two close. points away from a win. That's it. You need two more, right? And so it was, it was, yeah, but they, it was such a good round. And there was, yeah. a, like, there was a couple moments where you could look in some of the games and think we could have got the two points there mm. or here. But alternatively, we could have lost it here or there as well. Um, and they pushed us all the way to the line. Um, and either way, if we'd beaten them or not, we would have had to play Poland. But having that win there would have just, I think, guaranteed us a podium at that point. Yes. Win, lose or draw into Poland. Mm. Uh, which is which is for us going out of the tournament, going that was basically how close we were to being yes. on the podium. Like and those, those moments two points in tough. that game specifically yeah. was, those moments was how tough. close it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And it was also funny because we were shouting US Metasoft the whole weekend. <laughs> the whole weekend, US Metasoft. Yeah, and we I went wonder, in there and we go, well, we kind of won a little bit. Like, it was a draw, but we did score more points than you, you know. Yeah, and yeah, it was, yeah. um, but we had a, a super, like, a super chat. And we're like, US Meta, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was all right. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Um, so that was really nice. We had a, a lot of banter with them. And That's good fun. Uh, it was a good time. But sadly, did not get the win. Uh, we're no. just shy of it. Which at this stage starts making things tough, right? In terms of final placings. If you're on two draws already, then we you have, have to win. To win. win. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And um, just a quick shout out. Hello, Andrew Borden. Lovely to have you here. I miss you. I haven't seen you in ages. Um, and also Existence UK. You're right. Yes, the USA Orc Truck Blitz is awesome. It's very good. That all list very is a very me list. As well. You go very out, good. you die, you score. Yeah. It's, it's glorious. Yeah. It's a good. It's, it's the dream. I love that stuff. He's an Orc faction specialist as yeah. well, Lucas. He, is, yeah, he yeah, only yeah. plays Orcs. He's very good. Very good yeah. player. No, I, I really enjoyed seeing Orcs able to do some important things across across yep. the event. I think that was awesome. Obviously, there were, again, all these armies with a bit of sort of sadness around them at the minute, and it's it's just cool to see people who know what they're doing lead the way with that stuff. So it's absolutely mm. awesome. So what was waiting for you in your final game, Jack? <laughs> so we knew go, then, um, <laughs> not winning that, we'd have to go into Poland. Win or draw, we'd have to go into Poland either way. Yeah. Uh, so Because you don't get anywhere in WTC without playing Poland. If you that want works. to win the WTC, you have to beat Poland, and that's, yeah. that, is, that is the way... And it's always been the way so yeah. and it got into the final round as if we beat poland and usa didn't smash sweden too hard or they didn't or even if sweden drew into them then we'd be world champions and that was it it was like you have to win have to and win. i think the emphasis was on us a little bit and the emphasis was also on us in the usa game because we'd already drew one and they that's the uh, thing. they'd they'd scored more points than us in the pod so they yeah. drew into Poland, but we drew into Spain, but they'd scored more in the pod, so we knew we had to beat the US, whereas they didn't have to beat us no. to potentially win. And that's an like, interesting dynamic, right? They yeah. they could score so a bunch of, like, you know, they still had a chance to win even if they drew us. They had to beat us, but not by much. We had to beat them, like, so we had to push heavier than they did. Into Poland, we have to win. Like, it's no, there's no draw. So we have yeah. to win. And uh, we came out of pairings, and this was the one round I think I didn't really witness the pairings. Because we okay. were setting up a lot of the tables. We were back on table one on the stream <laughs> yep. tables and stuff. So I was setting up a lot of tables there with their coaches. Um, and I came out and we had a team meeting before. and We were projected 82, okay. which is a draw. Mm -hmm. And a draw probably puts us third, probably mm -hmm. puts us on the podium. So keep to your colors. And, and Manny came out straight away. I was like, I'm going to push for 20. Everyone <laughs> keeps their colors and I'll push for 20. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's it. We'll just come out. Yeah, as long yeah. as everyone can bring back their points, we go for 20. Yeah. And it it didn't work out that way we um i think we went into a round we felt strong for our custodies into their guard mm -hmm. uh i think we but we're not strong we felt like we'll get some points and yeah. spark just turned around and was like this is a bad, bad, bad man he's yeah. a bad bad man he's, he's a, a horrible, bad, bad man he's horribly brilliant it's terrifying to watch him play. it was like one time i saw josh had killed his bass like his one of his um Earthshaker carriages he spent yeah. two cp to bring it back brought it back out of reserves in Josh's deployment zone, did teleport homers of it with this thing. That does, this thing has zero move, but he just put it out of reserves the next turn with the two CP strat and just goes teleport homers with this oh earth shaker carriage. I was like, what is, what is going on? He's on a different level, man. And he That's was just, crazy. Uh, and Typhus was coming around through the round and we were talking, we were talking a lot, have a good relationship with, with him. Yeah. And he, he felt like they were on top. Uh, mm. after pairings and during the rounds they felt like they were on top and it was it was slowly slipping away from us during there and um he kept showing me memes of the top of skark's head this like bald like this like bald patch with the gray hair and he was like 
no, nothing scares me except that. That scares me. When the poor <laughs> guys with this hairline has a 120, 50% chance of uh, stealing your girl and stuff like that. Like, I was like, oh my God, like, stop it. It, it was just, um, just kept sending me memes. And, and in the end, they were deserved winners. They, mm. they, they crushed us. They, yeah. they, they had all their parents right. They they performed really well on the day on on in the round. Um, mm. The round was over, and Nas and Pumba were still going at each other because they had a personal <laughs> vendetta against it. They had to beat each other, uh, so it was like, okay, Pumba, you've won the WTC now, and he's still playing Nas. And Nas is like, right, I'm going to spend one CP for exploding sixes like that, and they're just like doing this. He's like, and Pumba was like, right, I'm going to use my one uh, free reroll, Cabal reroll, and it was like this. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, he's doing all this stuff, and they're having their own game for like. 20 minutes 30 That's minutes hilarious. after they'd already won and um, competitors huh? <laughs> absolutely yeah. they, they come round like uh, and there was so much emotion in that team because they haven't won since 2016 as well i believe it is 2016 yes. Yeah, uh, that's a really cool thing for them. And there's there was so much emotion with Skark and Typhus and stuff who have previously won it with the uh, older teams. Yeah, and now they've yeah. come back and they've been the veterans there, yeah. like and seen the young guys now win their first one, like. And it was it was really cool for them. Like, yeah. and we were very deflated in ourselves that we that we didn't we didn't win, and we didn't also podium and stuff as well. I think if we podiumed, we'd be a little bit more a little bit more happy um yeah. but we were deflated we were already looking at ooh, like what went wrong what could yeah. we've done differently and stuff yeah. and i we've already turned to next year to be um we've we've already spoken the chats today to be like what do we need to change for next year how yeah. do we prepare for next year because it's it starts now right it starts of we've course. we've had a day to reflect on it we we haven't won um and but we played as well as we could we yeah. we we did as well as we could we uh we had some great rounds. We almost beat the USA. We beat France in a really tight one, um, and we ha- we played the best. We had the, the toughest running probably going yeah. in the tournament, um, mm. and we still came fifth. We, yeah. you know, we're still. I think teams would see that we did really well, and that a lot of other oh, countries yeah. said you did really well, and mm. they were as much as there was anyone but England hashtag. Some countries <laughs> were rooting for us at the end. Yeah, you got to have a bit of that. Yeah, Scrivo yeah. wasn't, but some some people were. Some people uh, were, but it was nice. He, he's duty nice. bound not to. He can't help it. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I was but enjoying we... singing it as a chant <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning in the bars. It was great. <laughs> it was um, it was deflating at the end, but it's it also. I think there's. I think Adam Lane said to me, um, we had a conversation at the end. He was like, "How did you enjoy your experience?" I was like, "It was one of the best experiences of my life." And it's very hard for you to explain to someone that hasn't been there. 100%. What it is like to be yeah. at WTC. And it's yeah. so cool. And yeah. yeah, as Vic says, we'll come back stronger next year. Okay, we okay. know we now, especially with so many new guys, right? We've got new coaches and three new players yeah. this year. We, we are like, now we're, we've got the hunger to come back next year. Completely. And I think, I think it's, it's a quite uniquely difficult thing. I mean, I'd say I'm not a long-term follower of WTC, but the idea of going in fresh on a new edition when that yeah. period of time is, is a phenomenally difficult thing, right? There's, a, yeah. there's an awful lot of things to manage, an awful lot of things out of your control. The game itself is still in a place where there's a lot, a lot of things out of our control in a, yeah. in a whole bunch of different ways. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think to navigate that and, and do really well against really tough opponents is, is amazing. And I think, you know, us, us guys all following at home were, were really impressed and there were some magical moments in there. You know, you got, you got some absolutely, absolutely brilliant moments. And as I say, losing, losing to a team like Poland, who are, are brilliant, and again, set, set the standard on the hard, hard work and the understanding yeah. that they have um is is completely 
completely and utterly admirable. And you'll very be well back deserved there and get them next time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very well deserved for them, and they, they, their hard work truly paid off for them. And yeah. you know, they've set the bar of what you want. That's exactly yeah. it. They've beaten you. It just was like, nope. We have. That's there's it. a vendetta now. We have to come That's back it. and we have to win. Yeah, it was that that lost feeling, and you're back home, and you're writing a list, and you're fired up, and you're ready to go. People right? writing lists on the Eurostar back. We're on the Eurostar back, and Chris was writing lists already. It was like right, writing lists already. Yeah, like, there is the... no better motivation than those near mess- misses, right? It's, it just yeah. fires you up and gets you ready to go again. So I'm, I'm sure Absolutely. we'll see. Sure, we'll see that squad out there again next year, doing doing brilliantly. So yeah, really exciting. Thank you very much for for taking it us through that, Jack. I guess I mean from the sort of perspective of the coach, is there anything you've learned? Is there anything that you yourself would do differently anything anything that you'll sort of add to to your approach with it in the future or were you very happy with how you went about things i think coming out of this experience and i said this to vic and i said this to mike porter coming out as we were leaving i was like this experience has only made me want to become better as a player yeah it's also made me not want to play singles but also (laughs) but away from that away from that it's also it's been made me want to become a better player and Mm. to one day push to be like i want to be on that team i don't want to be coaching like i I Mm. like coaching i want to be playing i I want to be playing for some like in that tournament because it's Mm. so different it's so cool it's like it's it yeah it's just another world and I really loved it, and I want to be back in yeah. next year. I want to be back, whether I'm coaching or, or anything. I will be back. Um, I want to be doing the War Masters, and I want to become a better player because of this. Because yeah. of this, and doing the testing against some of them guys as well, just seeing the level that they're at is like that's the level I want to be at. Yeah, you know, and that's really exciting. But it's an inspiring it's thing. And it's it's awesome, me, you know? awesome that it can be an inspiring thing. I think, and it, uh, it yeah. definitely felt that way. Um, for all of us sitting at home, it was an inspiring thing. We were sort of when War Masters on, we were all like, we've got to go to War Masters next time. Absolutely, we've got to go, yeah. go, go and be involved. It felt yeah. didn't feel right not being part of it. So it's it's becoming an institution um back at home and it was it was really cool to watch so yeah really well done right we're gonna we're gonna find out how the welsh were getting on whilst these whilst, <laughs> whilst these battles were ongoing there were struggles taking place elsewhere so john yeah. how did it go what was your what was your first round out of the pod what did you hit first it was into latvia who are no kind of low seed kind of like oh that that should be a, a game that we're just gonna roll into and just take it easy they were <laughs> utter gents yep but a complete challenge. And it was one of those kind of ones where every time a result came in, it was like, we're projected to get kind of a mid draw. Are we going to maintain that? And it was just like, it kept looking kind of ebbs in and flowing. And it was just like, we didn't quite hit it, but it was a 88-72. So it was one of those situations where literally every time we were kind of, there was that kind of double-edged sword of like, you say to someone, push, don't push too hard. And it's like, you don't want them to push too hard and make risks that then they end up taking, getting no points. So it's just like, yeah. you're kind of damned, damned either way. So you're like, cool, let's yeah. just keep it, let's just keep, keep it together and just hope that some cards go. Um, I think that was the round where, that was the next, there was the next round. There was one that Naz literally, oh, that was, that was the round where our Knights player, literally his dice just went, you, you want to roll all these dice and have some really good times with it? No, we'll just, just stop. Yeah. And I've never seen Ash Loftus is one of the most like professional players I've ever played with. And he was literally just standing there looking at his dice tray, just going, what is going on? It was, just, <laughs> it was literally like all of the d- bad dice like you could have for like seven rounds of a tournament, all oh, in one boy. round. And he's literally like going, mathematically, I should have at least got one wound <laughs> through, but nothing. And he was literally just like, my God. Oh, I was just dear. watching him going, I can't go over to him because he's just going to cry. <laughs> and it's just oh, like, man. and that, I think that, that game, I think on our matrix, let's have a look. 
because I think that's the one that swung it for us, and he hates to admit it at the time as well. So Knights, and it was into. Oh, it's, it's never a good feeling when it's when you're one of the ones on the wrong end of it. I in, think in a, if he got, yeah, I think it was a ten or a twelve. He was due, and he didn't get that. That would have got mm. us a, a low balling win, mm. and literally just yeah. if his if he'd hit. And Ash was very much if he said he was going to get something, he got it. Yeah, so, so that, that's that, hard, that hard break, on a player that, that knows what they're going to get. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was really rough as I kind of first out of the pod because we just like this felt like the one that it was our chance to like get the win, and it was just like we were just kind of chasing getting that win, the win, like. We're in a different level to England, and, and I, I completely understand that. But it was just like we were just like we want to get that first that green, so then we know. Then you get rolling, right? Because then you have got yeah. the momentum. And again, it's um, like singles. That's how it all starts, right? You have to get those wins, and then you build that momentum. It was like me in feeling. teams form, Tom. It was like, when am I going to get the win? When am I going to get the win? Um, and it, it was really, it was really tough. Um, and then we paired into Czech Republic. Okay. Who, okay. Interesting. Great yep. team. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one where literally. I honestly thought we were completely out of it. And then um, one of their players, I'm going to find w- what player it was, because this was fascinating. <laughs> he did a gambit, and it was the one, he drew the one to get stuff in corners. Yeah, okay. And our custodies player had everything in the corners by the end of the game. So literally, it failed miserably. Okay, so he was, just he was trying to so, change things with a gambit. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would have completely <laughs> like pushed them right into a big win. Didn't matter in the end. And oh, ended up being 82-78. And it was just literally like, Oh, come on. Wow. It was this close. And we got a 19-1 with our custodies player who had literally done War Masters, yeah. played four games, and he was just like, am I going to get a win? And then he finally got his win. <laughs> and it was just like, it was so cool to see. But it was just yeah. like... And then for so that, round that, six... that round was a draw then? That was a draw. Okay. But it was, so that, it was a losing draw. So, so yeah, we're yeah. starting to get there. And then we went to Bulgaria, who England had warned us about that they were going to be too much fun and we were going to have some great They're, time. And so we like, I, I got charmed so hard by the Bulgarians, yeah. man. When we played them at the team's event, they were just dangerous, <laughs> dangerously charismatic. They were so like, happy. How, how Did they give it, you right? shots before oh, the game as well? Yeah. yeah. I was there was, there was smoking. It, it all got very out of it hand. Burned. It was great. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I could still feel my esophagus on fire. I was like, <laughs> I haven't been drinking. I was like, don't, don't do that to me. What are you trying to do to me? And this, this was a game that literally on paper we were like, right, this is one that on the Matrix says we probably can get a win out of this yep. without us even kind of pushing it. Mm-hmm. And we, we did, but it was like every game, it wasn't a slouch. It wasn't like a situation where, like, even our Eldar play, it took a bit. It did take a bit. But I think that was the round where their Necron player put all his stuff on the line and went, come to me, Eldar. If I go, f- no, it was into Death Watch. Mm-hmm. He went, if, if the Necron player goes first, he can shoot me off the table. And my Death Watch player, Nick, was just like, I'm in trouble if he goes first. He went first, and then none of the shooting worked. Oh, so man. then Nick just went, I'll pick you up. And it was terrifying. <laughs> it was so terrifying. I was like, this is this is torturous. So I'm watching going, this ruins the entire Matrix. But we got the win. <laughs> we got the win in the end. And it was, and it was a 93, 93, 93, 67. So very, very good. we finally got some green. Because being a team where four of our players were new, yes. I think at that point, Everyone was going into the last day. We'd not had a win. We'd had, yeah. we'd had a winning draw, which dis- doesn't count. And, it well, makes things, things say can it, spiral it as well, right? Yeah. Things can and very easily spiral. Emotionally, yeah. I think the team were kind of the morale was wasn't always there, and mm-hmm. it was tough because I'm there trying to like encourage them. And like when when things are down, I'm not the best person to encourage people. I'm just going to make some really <laughs> bad taste <laughs> jokes to make them giggle or do something stupid, and that doesn't always help. So it was it was kind of nice. We got that win, and then suddenly it was like cool. We, we've got we've got that, and I think then on points by that point, as long as we got a draw in our last game, 
we'd be doing better than we had the previous year. Oh, which fantastic. Was, that was okay. our goal. You're in, like, you're in, in my front. head, it was like, yeah, it was just like we want to do better yeah. than last year. Yeah. So there was definitely some progress. And then we went into last round into Luxembourg. Luxembourg, okay. And it was, it was a hard-fought game. And it was lots of games that looked like they were going kind of either way constantly. It was just like, I was watching it going, I just can't, I can't do the matrix for this now. Like, I can't keep monitoring it because like, I go up to him and goes, it's going to be a 0-3. And then I come back 20 minutes later and he looks sour faced and he goes, actually, it's going to probably be a 6. And then next thing you know, he's going, I'm probably getting a 12. I'm like, I can't, I can't calculate it. It's like, this is like the... And it just, sometimes it just shows that the dice and the cards yeah, can just course. spiral it as well, which is just, yeah. it was surreal. So we did get... We did get the second win in the end there. Oh, fantastic. So it meant that we doubled our battle points, I think it is, from last year. Yeah. So it was like year on year, positive yeah. growth. That's really like exciting. A quite inexperienced team, comparative yeah. to like half the team being new, hmm. was, it was something nice to celebrate with. Like to end it and go, right, we've actually, there's a, there's a bonus to this now. It's not yeah. just like we all turned up and did badly because no one wants to go to a, a tournament for their first time and then go, I won't come back next year. <laughs> yeah. That that would be the worst for me. It's like if all the team yeah, have gone and gone, don't want to go next year. But I think I think it, all it's done now is kind of encouraged that everyone's just going to want to do better. Like like yeah. with the England team, but on a, on a different level. Just kind of like yeah. go back, push, do the reps, get all that practice in. And to me, I was like, I want to try to like Jack said, like I want to go back. If of I course. can go as a player, great. Maybe not. If not. I'll, I'll coach because coaching was like it was something I didn't think I'd want to do mm. but there's something about being someone that kind of just makes things not a problem like it's the person in the background just doing everything yeah, as well you, as you, you kind of live that person. life John as someone knows you very well you, you've always said, been that person I do, apparently. <laughs> it's like, like, someone looking really kind of like solemn and like bring them over water and suddenly they start smiling like there you go they were probably thirsty as well yeah. but they just didn't want to say it was just it was silly little things like it felt nice to be part of a thing as well yeah that's what it's about I think this is, this is the thing, the thing so, this is the thing that struck me about the whole event this time observing it is I I still struggle a bit with the idea of 40k as a sport, right? It's still something <laughs> I, I find it hard to take seriously yeah. sometimes because it's a space game that I love, and it and like we you know we we go and we compete and everything else. But I think watching worlds and getting involved in it and seeing how much everyone you know all you guys were getting wrapped up in it and how exciting it was, the highs and lows of it, I can I can buy it. I can buy that it can work that way. I can see I can see that it can be a really enjoyable thing done as as that, and it's seeing these really high standard games people talking through things in a really sporting way helping each other out really collaborative and intelligent high stakes games at the top of this um and the sort of the emotions invested in it. and you're like yeah absolutely it can and it can be a very fun one whilst it's being played yeah. as well and you know considering how 10th edition dropped for for, for early 10th edition a wtc to be played and feel like that but i thought that was remarkable i was really i was really impressed and really happy with it and it's, it's so much energy has come back and come out of it i know our team watching it we've been so energized <laughs> people are like, oh we've got to work harder and try harder so these guys are, these guys are making us want to up our game man so absolutely amazing and really cool for wales to finish finish better than the previous time as well john that's amazing yeah. um do you know where did that place you in the end where, what was the 24th okay 24th? with 505 battle points yeah super so, exciting yeah i don't think it puts us up a tier but that, no, I, I guess it. not. But no, that's but. it consolidates you in one, which is great. Yeah, which is yeah. which is it's yeah. all progress. So yeah. growth is growth in my mind. So it's like yeah. I would have liked it been bigger of a jump, but like to pop into tier two would have been great. But I don't think it was necessarily within our grasp, if I'm being no. honest. So. Well, no, I, th I think you're competing with a 
an entire international world that are all getting better all the time, right? So yeah, exactly. So staying yeah. staying relatively in the same area isn't isn't a reflection yeah. on not going anywhere because that's not that's <laughs> not how this stuff works. You have to no. get better and better and better to stay exactly top, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, brilliant. Well, thank, thanks to both of you for, for talking me through that because it's, yeah, re- I say big fans of both of you. It's really nice. We've had some great comments in here. Existence UK said, yeah, WTC looked amazing. I agree, it did look amazing. That I was surprised by. Right, the yeah. terrain was brilliant. There was some really cool mm-hmm. terrain on some yeah. of the boards. I thought it was really interesting. Um, Matt's and Jack's game on the stream was a fantastic display of sports. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I watched some really good um sporting games and i thought the commentary was amazing and it was cool to have commentary from different countries as well vic vj says you're incredible jack i agree you oh. were jack i didn't see it but i can fully I, I kept going over to check on him and it was it was lovely to kind of just go over and like coaches especially from previous games would come and just go like, how are you guys getting on it was lovely because you just kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just check yeah. on each other and yeah. and the way that the tables were laid out you may not have seen it in the footage but it was like in the middle you have the pairings table and then all of the ch- tables were around it mm. so you were fighting in this like this circle yeah. So rather than going up and down and running down a line, you had this little area. It was kind of nice because it just like gave you a home base, which was really quite cool. Yeah. It's like a coaching camaraderie as well. As <laughs> yeah, like of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you, right. you end up swapping jerseys with other coaches and stuff like yeah, that. That's really because this, this, this is, this is you spend the amount of time with them. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you you sit there with the other coaches. Like yeah. the two jerseys I got from France and USA are both from other coaches because you sat there yeah. both watching the same table and you're both chatting and. Yeah you develop that relationship during the game just like the players do so the players are playing each other for four hours three hours four hours so they get their relationship yeah uh, you're doing the same with the coaches because you're constantly walking around doing the same thing that they're doing um yeah. and i think it's easy as a coach to go out there and go oh, i didn't really do much but the players are constantly saying like like Vic, just there just like, yeah. are so nice and be like oh you've really helped me there and you don't That's feel it. like you've actually done that much no. but so uh, well, that's what, that's until you're a player are, right? and you, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You're making and, um, it bigger than the sum of its parts. That's an amazing thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, was, and uh, yeah, Scrivo kept coming over and we, I came over. If I was going water, if I was going to get water or something, I'd pop by on the way and so I'd see how your <laughs> games were going and stuff as well. And yeah. you say, oh, how's it going? How's your parent? How did your parents do and stuff like that? How do you feel going into there? And you just have a little brief chat about how you're feeling in the round generally yeah. and just give them a little overview and stuff like that. Um, you know, they're not going to go and tell someone else. They're going to go, I'm going to go, tell, <laughs> we're going to tell the Polish now you're doing that's it. That's it. There we go. I've got you can't the... really chat the ear off of the players either because there's only so much you're allowed to interact with the players as well. No, but exactly. You've got to be careful how much you communicate with yes. them. So yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. quite a lonely thing if you're literally on your own. So if there's other coaches, other like, coaches you just chat to them. Fill some time. It's nice. Chat yeah. to them about Warhammer and how you land your Warhammer yeah. and, the, and how the game's going and stuff like that yeah. as well, just because yeah. they're other players. Yeah. You know, That's what it's all for, isn't it? It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much, lads. Right. We will we'll dive into some questions now because we had a few questions. Jack, if you need to go, you're very welcome to. Um, I've got five, ten minutes. I've got five, ten minutes. Wonderful. Five, ten minutes, and yeah. all, all of these wonderful people in chat, if you have any questions for our coaches or any general questions about 40K more broadly. Um, any you, any England comments? England. Any, oh, yeah, England. More, more England. Get more England. Get more England. Very, very yeah. welcome, of course. Um, feel free to chuck them in the chat and we'll do <laughs> our best to deal with them as well. <laughs> So, what have we got in our podcast questions? We have a few. Um, This is a very topical one. When the nerf to Eldari comes in September and other factions get their tweaks and buffs, who do you think will have a meteoric rise and which factions do you feel will be unaffected? Uh, And I've been told I'm not allowed to pick Votan 
even though I'm a Votan main now, which is very uh-huh. rude. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I know what you're painting. Your T-Sun's yeah. yeah. now, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. There's the, re- the real answer to that. <laughs> it's on, is on my paint table, and it's got gold trim it's and blue Yeah, I, yeah. I think I th- it's an interesting one with T-Sun's. I think T-Sun's are very strong. I feel yeah. like they'll be in a good position. Um, very hard to use. But this is this is the of thing. Their win ratio. This is the like, thing. I don't think it's it's not put push it on the table and everything will immediately go right. So that may constrain them to a degree. Custodies, if they don't get touched, are still very good. good. Right, very good. Mm. Yep. strong army. Necrons are kind of one of these ones that are increasingly popular in Ascendant. Yeah. Again, if there's certain armies that can kill them off, get out of get taken out, then I think they're very strong as well. I mean that the other thing we have to account for is also they they might just nerf Eldar and it doesn't put it away either. That can, yeah, that can just other things come out of that. They, yeah. they, they nerf certain aspects of it and other units come out. This is it. Be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see whether this current trend. Um, it would be cool if it does. Um, I think people will take a lot of ideas from WTC. Thing to deal with, like hordes. I was like, cool. yeah, yeah. When the aggressors coming out of the land raider, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Cool. and then just working through the same aggressors coming out, it's like, oh, maybe that's not pretty. That's not bad tech. You know, <laughs> that, maybe that's pretty good tech. Yeah, I do think Marines haven't been explored anything like as much as they perhaps should have been. Yet. Yeah, I think yeah. because there have been some very powerful, obvious options, they haven't been. They simply just a lot of a lot of the best players in the UK just haven't haven't dabbled in marines much it was mm-hmm. interesting seeing Innis with dark angels right and again poland with dark angels um yeah. we know death watch are good but i, I wonder where death watch sit if xenos aren't as dominant in a meta as they currently are i guess they yeah but then if a new nids codex and nids actually that's become the strong, thing then maybe ha- they are, happy they are for them really, yeah. Nids, no. yeah i think the i guess the answer here is that hopefully it gets interesting <laughs> i think yeah, that that it shakes be... up a little bit yeah, yeah. like the fat middle kind of Raises. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't the then leave the trade like everyone trading at the bottom. Like the last thing I want to see is Votan to just get even lower because that'd be yeah. like, it. Could happen. It could happen. I no, think I, it they, might. They might, <laughs> they might slap some buffs on Votan and a couple of. There's a, there's a few of the lower armies where you do wonder what could happen if they get jacked up a lot. Like things like just some ta- points decreases. Things for like them Tau could be quite scary with the right yeah. buffs slapped on them. Um, that'd be interesting to see. Um, we've got a follow-up question from Existence UK, which is quite similar. What WCTC list do we think we're likely to see smashing some singles tournaments soon? Uh, the Wraith Knight with Avatar, the manual. Yeah, I think I a lot of people will cover Wraith Knight and Avatar, and go on that. And the Incarns, perhaps and, as well as the various. Yeah, the Incarns very good because Josh had Josh had just had a run in the UK with that just before yep. you guys left, and it was it was that powerful. Leads, yeah. 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 So I think some combination of that, if they survive the September mm-hmm. changes, will definitely be very popular. Yep. Um, Nids are going to keep on experimenting with the stuff they're doing. I think. I think yep. as I say, Thousand Suns because they're a very technical, tricky army. I think yeah. the fact that a ton of top players have taken Thousand Suns gives a bunch of brain food, right? I know. I was looking at those. Yeah. Going, oh, that's amazing. There's really cool stuff yeah. you can do with that. Yeah. Um, Whenever you um, were sending me lists while we were at breakfast, this was it. I'd started like, writing me, it. Me and Vic were like <laughs> next to each other eating breakfast or, so, or lunch or something like that, and you were sending me lists of like Thousand Suns lists. I was just going through, and we were chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'd literally. I say a thousand times, I mean, has fallen into my hands locally, which was <laughs> which was brilliant, and I knew Jack was a very good player, so I was I was sort of writing him and sending him stuff, and then you're looking at these and you're like, oh, okay, there's there's a lot yeah. to learn here. There's a bunch of different stuff in different places, but it's it's yeah. interesting. How so many I, vortex beasts have you got, Tom? I don't own any vortex beasts, mate. 
So Lee you Jones won't get, you won't has two Vortex Beasts. Um, okay. Okay. I'm sure I'll, I'll, bother, I'll bother Lee, Lee Jones. Lee, Lee's got two, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you only need out. one. You only need one. Only need yeah, one. That's, that's good. That's it's that's a that's very it. weird model. I love it. Absolutely love you can it. Run, you can run... Through, but there's there were so many lists with that faction at WTC. Where some guys, like Australia took three Vortex Beasts, no Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Create, no, like, Magnus, uh, no Magnus. No Magnus. No yeah. Magnus. I think it was like one of the only nations that didn't take Magnus. Um, when we were against the Austria guys, they took um, ten Terminators, Magnus, and three Vortex Beasts. Yeah, which I have ran. I did. Bonkers. We did run that early in testing, yeah. and I ran that, and that was that was very fun. Just super quite, quite thick. A super chunky, thick. Yeah, it's very bit. chunky. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but super cool. And he got first and just chucked everything on the board. Just sort of went boop, like that. And just, just chucked it all <laughs> in the GSE. Because he was going to Mike. Just went into GSE. and was like, I'm just going to put everything forward and you can't drop in. He's like, yeah. Uh, and it's all thick. It's all like, you know, this it's is, 10 this is, my, it's like, this is my current fear with GSE. It's just so many games where I'm just not going to get any space. If, but we'll see. We'll have to yeah. see. I'm trying to work out if there's ways to adapt GSE for what's coming out. That's still something I need to work on. I think. Hmm because they're so anemic on the ground early game at the moment yeah. that's the problem they have and i'm i'm not sure what the fixes are got to work out how to make that work anyway right we've got another question and i think we've dealt with them i'm sure he thinks it'll be marines well, I, I agree i think marines will definitely, yeah. definitely do well yep this is quite a fun one so it's desert island discs of zinch which is quite appropriate 40k yep. game <laughs> you're washed up on a desert island Everyone gets a beer and a copy of the cool rules, but you've also been washed up with one army build from any point in the meta in 8th, 9th, or 10th, one mission from those additions, and one opponent or army to face. So you're picking one build from across 8th, 9th, 10th to play. You're picking one opponent and army to play against and one mission. It's like your dream 40k match. That is tough. <laughs> oh, that's so tricky. Yeah. I didn't play an eighth, so I can already rule out eighth. Yeah. Okay. I can already ruled out eighth. I don't, I don't remember eighth missions at this stage. But it was just hold and kill more, right? <laughs> I could use this as an opportunity to like force someone that I know hates Data Scry Salvage to play me against it forever. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was going to say Data Scry yeah. Salvage. I love with, Data Scry Salvage, man. With probably my ninth guard list. Okay. I ran uh, the Scout Sentinels. Yeah. And you you put them on the on the UKTC terrain. You put one, you put them, all three of them. So one, like three yeah. separate ones. On every single objective, you go, if I go first, I'm just going to order them to be obsec and sticky objectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was the plan. You just go sticky objectives straight off the bat and you have like a yeah. tank commander in the corner oh. and then like Leontis over here and you go, right, I'm going to stretch out the order and then they're just six inches away from each other so they can spread it. <laughs> and you go, there you go. There's have it. And I would probably, because I had that one, I had that one, uh, I did date a scry. I did that. I got first and I went against Dark Angels when they were at their hottest with mm. the desolated Marines. Um, and I couldn't, um, I did one thing where I took myself off one of the sticky objectives and he deep struck his Terminators on there. And I was like, Oh, that's just lost me the game. I know. And I think I'd go back to that, that one tournament to face Alex Petford again and to go, I'm not <laughs> going to take anything off that objective and go, I need to sit on there. Cause it was like the bit like at the time I was like, it's very, very good player. And I was like, and I, and I was on the, I was running a very good list and I was like, this is like, 
going first, this is, gives me the best chance. Otherwise, I just lose this game. Yeah, I got yeah. the first turn. I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I've stickied all the objectives, and he's got Terminators everywhere. He can't get to the objectives. And I'm like, oh, this is it. And I just took myself off and just deep struck on it. I was like, ah. <laughs> and the thing is, I saw it as well. I saw it, and I was like, oh, I hope you don't pick up for it. I was like, of course he's going to pick up on it. And just, <laughs> just, I, was, I, just did it. I was like, no, just like that. A redemption arc for redemption you. Arc. I like that. It was like good that, that tournament, no, because I ended up beating Scrivo in the last game. So. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Just. That was such no, a good was, game. That was, it was very so good close. That was, one, that was one of my um, most favourite games of 40k, I think, that oh, I had with you. Because it, it was just very nice. It was just very nice. And um, always being Desolate is very nice. Well. What would you go for, John, <laughs> for your favourite build, favourite mission? So for me, Desert Island. it would be... Ninth edition speed mob orcs oh, with, the red, with the army hello. of renown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. one, the list okay. I was taking where it was twos of each of the buggies apart from the rocket buggy. Yeah, okay. And then two planes and the bikes. So mm. it had obsec bikes floating around because that was really fun to play. And like mm. I kept playing against Marines on longboard uh, kind of deployments where they just couldn't get to me. And if I went first, I just got across. So like any mission that kind of was that sort of deployment with them probably not into marines because i found it really underwhelming apart from with against dark angel terminator spam because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it was like gray knights I just lift them because i could just shoot them oppressively quickly mm -hmm. so probably into hmm probably something like orcs because it was actually a challenge like boys like something with lots of massive bodies would be the challenge for me i think mm -hmm. because it was a challenging game and i'd want it to be if i was getting to play one tournament game i'd want to make yeah. it count it's got to be interesting, right? You're on a desert yeah. island. Might yeah, as well be. Exactly. Who's the pilot? Actually, no. Like, I know what it'd be. It would be Chikari. Oh, yeah? From that period, because they weren't scary, scary. They weren't like busting <laughs> scary, but they were still Thanks. a challenge with the right pilot. Oh, yeah. And and I'd want it to be a rematch with Rob K from the, from the team. Oh, Rob K. Because last time I, very good last time I played him. Mind. He crossed my mind for someone to play against on a desert island. Because the last time I played him at a tournament with Orcs. I was playing on a tin can alley, so it didn't actually matter for a game. Nice. It was literally just tins. Yeah. I played you on a desert island. I played one of you two on desert island because I think my morale would be like great after that. <laughs> Win or lose, I think I'd be just happy. I'd be like, you yeah, know what? Yeah. It's just a good game. I Help's think gonna I, come, boys. I don't, right. don't want to. I don't want to lose a game to someone. Then go. Oh, you know what? I don't want to be on this desert island anymore. Just throw me. <laughs> in the just go, well, actually, what you should have done right was if you'd not done <laughs> no, that. No, like for the rest of the week, you'd hear that. No, person I'll play. With, I'll play with one of you two on a desert island against one of you two. Sweet. No, that'd be great. I think um, Data Scry, it's weird because although so many people hate it, Data Scry is the mission I remember the most from Ninth because I think it's, mm. it has, it's slightly infamous and it did shape mm. games quite a lot. Yeah. If I could play someone like Ed Fawcett, we had a game, what was our game? We had it was his Tyranids into my GSC on, De on Data Scry would be a fun <laughs> one. Although it would just be whoever went second would be, would be, would be sorting it out for the rest of the time. But no, it'd be a good game. I'd enjoy that. Ed would be good company on this. I'd get your morale high. <laughs> You'd have a Wonderful. giant white flag to wave to <laughs> yeah. behind him, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Right. I don't think we have anything else in chat. So I think it's time to say thank you very much to our two lovely coaches for coming on. Very thank well you. done to Team England um, and Team Wales for a really great show. It was really fun following you all at WTC. And I'm sure you'll all be back out to smash it again next time. So really well done. Thanks, everyone, for turning up in the chat. Thanks for singing some songs. Now, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and we will see you all again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Bill. See ya. England. <laughs>